Welcome, welcome to the kitchen table. This is Arctic Eric, and you have found the podcast Fika with Arctic Eric. Yep, Fika, that freedom that you and I as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, that freedom we have to know him more deeply, more personally, more richly, moment by moment and day by day. Experience him in scripture. To hear his voice, that freedom to follow him and that freedom to share him with others. I'm really looking forward to these coming chats here at the kitchen table. It's a subject that uh, is very near and dear to my heart, and that is 50 things the Holy Spirit does. 50 things that that wonderful Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, also referred to as the Spirit of Jesus, the Spirit of Jesus Christ, and the Spirit of Grace, the one self-same Holy Spirit, 50 things that He does. And why is that important for us in our walk with the Lord? Well, as we know what He desires to do, we can, for the first part, yield to Him, submit our will to His will, to what He has revealed in Scripture, that he desires to do, has done, or will do. And on the other side, we don't find ourselves trying to do those things that the Holy Spirit has been assigned to do. It allows us to walk in a freedom from trying to, quote, make it happen when it's something that someone else is going to do, and that someone else is the person of the Holy Spirit on the inside of you that moment you believed in your heart that God raised Christ Jesus from the dead. At that moment, you became right with God. You became born again. The Spirit of God dwells in you because of that. You have become the temple of the Holy Spirit. And the first fruit of that conversion, of that experience, is that you can freely confess that Jesus Christ is your Lord. The first thing, and by the way, these 50 things aren't in any particular order. They probably could be, but they're not. So I'll just take them as I have them here listed. And it's going to be interesting to see how many chats it's going to take here at the kitchen table to be able to go through these 50 things the Holy Spirit does. Well, here we are with part 13. Incredible. Thanks again for being here at the kitchen table. Let's begin here with number 30. He supplies us with Christ. Philippians chapter 1, verse 19. Paul is writing and he writes, For I know with confidence that this will turn out for my deliverance and spiritual well-being through your prayers and the superabundant supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, which upholds me. He also says, For I am well assured and indeed know that through your prayers and a bountiful supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ the Messiah, this will turn out for my preservation for the spiritual health and welfare of my own soul and avail toward the saving work of the gospel. 
You know, I've mentioned many times here that that wonderful Holy Spirit is referred to as the Spirit of God and a number of other things. One of them we see here, the Spirit of Jesus Christ. And this Spirit will supply you and will supply me, as it did Paul, a super abundant supply, an incredible outpouring, a bountiful supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. That Spirit of Jesus Jesus Christ, the one who is filled with grace upon grace, overflowing grace to us, in us, and through us. That grace that transforms us, that spirit of grace that works God's goodwill in and through our lives. Okay, number 31, he, the Holy Spirit, grants everlasting life. Galatians 6, 8. For the one who sows to his flesh... His sinful capacity, his worldfulness, his disgraceful impulses, impulses will reap from the flesh decay and ruin and destruction. But the one who sows to the Spirit from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Another way to say that is the one who walks in the flesh, his lower nature his sensuality, he will from the flesh reap decay, ruin, and destruction. But listen now, for we who believe and for we who sow to the Spirit, from the Spirit we will reap eternal life. And what is this sowing to the Spirit? Well, there's two different translations. One of them says sowing to the Spirit is the one who pleases the Spirit. And we know from Scripture that that which pleases God is faith. It's trusting Him. So here, the one who's trusting the Holy Spirit, the one who is sowing to the Holy Spirit, he is pleasing the Spirit. Another translation says, sowing to the Spirit is if you follow the Spirit. There's so much about following the Holy Spirit and he will lead us into learning how to follow him. Isn't he amazing? Oh, how we need him, the helper, the comforter, the teacher, the one who grants us everlasting eternal life because we will follow him and we will please him as we trust him. Okay, number 32, he, this glorious Holy Spirit, he gives us access to God the Father. You know, everyone on the planet is a part of God's creation. God is the Father creator. But for we who trust in Christ, God is more than the God who created us. No, he is the God who also recreates us as we trust Christ alone. Okay, for it is through him that we both have a direct way of approach in one spirit to the Father. That's right. Whether Jew or Gentile, those who have faith now are introduced or have access to God as the Father, the recreating Father, the spiritual Father. How? Through the one Holy Spirit. So that's how we're able to approach him. The Bible tells us that in our time of need, we can approach that marvelous throne of grace. 
Oh, Father, we thank you that we have access to you, to you, God, as our Father, through the work of the one Spirit, the Holy Spirit, sent by you and the Lord to be with us, to seal us, to secure us, to comfort us, to teach us. Marvelous Holy Spirit. The 33rd thing I want to say here is he, the Holy Spirit, makes us corporately God's habitation. Ephesians 2.22. In him and in fellowship with one another, you also are being built together into a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. How important is the Spirit if we're going to have true Christian fellowship? In him and in fellowship with one another, you yourselves, each of us, are being built up and built together into this structure with all the rest. This is a fixed abode, a dwelling place of God in, by, and through the Spirit. That's how we're one. We're not one because we agree on all the same things. No, we're one because of the work of the Holy Spirit. That day we repented, we capitulated, we surrendered, and we turned from our wicked ways, and we turned back to God. We turned our face to God, and in faith trusted Jesus Christ and Him alone at that moment. God's Spirit came into our life and began to not only become the temple, individually the temple of God, but corporately through that Spirit to become a dwelling place of God. He desires to dwell not only in us, but with us, among us, when we gather. Fulfilling 1 Corinthians 14, 26, so that when we gather... Everyone, by the Spirit of God, has something to give, to encourage, to comfort, and to exhort. Well, thanks again for being here at uh, the kitchen table. This is Fika with Arctic Eric. This was part 13, numbers 30 through 33, of those glorious, marvelous things that the person of the Holy Spirit does. God bless you, and let me pray for you quickly that God's good, perfect and acceptable will be done for you, in you, and through you to others this day, I pray in Jesus' name. Good day.